0: That was found in Hakumba, California. It's written in Chinese. If you go on the back, though, this is what really gets me. It actually has the organization that created this document directly from Otrulado and the American Bar Association. These guys are directly aiding and abetting.
1: Tensions are high as a wide-open border floods Texas cities with military-aged males, criminals, and potential terrorists that has citizens on edge. Courtney Hacking keeps
2: a shrine in her Nevada home to her husband Peter, her four-year-old daughter Ellie, and her two-year-old son Grayson. Their car was struck head-on, killing all three. He was here illegally, he drove illegally, he was working illegally, and he killed three innocent people.
1: Uh, Francisco Oropesa, 38-year-old Mexican national who has allegedly killed five of his former Texas neighbors. He apparently was out shooting a weapon, uh, being very loud and belligerent, apparently drinking. The neighbors went outside
0: and asked him to stop shooting that weapon. He then in turn took his AR-15 and allegedly slaughtered a family of five, including a nine-year-old boy.
3: My newly 20-year-old daughter, Kayla Hamilton, was murdered in her own room and left on the floor like trash. Kayla's murderer was apprehended by border patrol
4: crossing illegally into the U.S. at the southwest border in Rio Grande City,
2: Texas. He was a 16-year-old known gang member affiliated with MS-13 in El Salvador.
1: As the Biden administration demands, the United Nations NGO Soros engineered invasion continue at all costs. 500 million in investment, he says, to uh, invest in startups, establish companies, social impact initiatives, and businesses started by migrants and refugees. What about all the people in This country that could really use that help themselves to get a leg up. You know, charity begins at home.
5: Have you done everything you can do with executive authority?
1: He immediately halted construction of the border wall. He reinstated the disastrous policy of catch and release. And he ended the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico agreement. And that took the lowest rate of illegal immigration and it caused it to explode. We now have the highest rate in history. 9.6 million illegal immigrants have come into this country. And Joe Biden wants it. It's deliberate. He could fix it tomorrow. Okay, yes, we've had a problem here. Responding to a tweet spotlighting the heavily armed states backing Texas in its standoff with the Biden administration, rather than at the very least calm the fears of his constituents, Texas Democrat State Representative Gene Wu suggested the proper response to those backing Texas would be for the U.S. military to drop bombs on these Americans with drugs Drone fired Hellfire missiles. The audacity of the statement of naked, psychopathic democide was met with, as expected, enraged tweets. However, Wu continued to double down on his stance that the American people that he represents are the enemy. Never, ever in my three-plus decades ever heard anyone accuse parents of murdered children of being partisan one way or the other, State Representative Gene Wu has been accusing Crime Stoppers of being partisan for calling out judges who grant multiple felony bonds to repeat
3: violent offenders. In a tweet, Con invited Wu to a POMC meeting.
0: Mr. Wu declined, said I don't go to Republican uh, organization events, and uh, when I woke up on Saturday and I saw that, that that hurt me because. Um, this is not a partisan group.
1: For the life of me, I cannot figure out why a state representative would come to the ill advised conclusion that POMC meetings at Crime Stoppers are partisan. That's as about as far fetched as you can get. The madness to destroy the United States from within is completely off the rails in 2024 as disturbing video from Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport shows a group of migrants tucked away in a hidden room guarded by a U.S. service member. Yeah, so these are just uh,
3: recently documented travelers getting released from ICE, getting to where they need to be.
1: Apparently, the U.S. military is aiding and abetting the collapse of the United States.
5: I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. If you need to work about taking on the federal
1: government, you need some F-15s. America is in free fall, and no one is manning the controls. The point of no return may already be long behind.
3: We do here is real. And that's why the government
5: says, "Oh, Owen Schroyer isn't a journalist, he's a conspiracy theorist." Oh, I'm a conspiracy theorist, huh? I told you they would gag Donald Trump over a week ago. Here's the filing. You think this is a game? You think Owen Schroyer's a conspiracy theorist?
2: Sometimes there's a man, a man who must stand for what's right, a man who must stand for the truth. That man is Owen Schroyer. It's the Info Wars War Room. Here's your host Owen Schroyer.
5: My next guest is Viva Fry. It's been said he has the best hair in podcasting. This is what they say. And so he's about to join me. And I wanted to get him on when I saw something he noticed and, and some of his audience noticed about the E. Gene Carroll findings. Uh, and so, Viva, I want to dig right into this. You 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 published this on your Twitter account at the Viva Fry. How did the jury not answer question three and nonetheless proceed to answer question four in the affirmative? We'll put this on the screen. But but let's get into this. You went into the legal documents. You went into the paperwork. You saw some anomalies. So, so kind of lay into this for us. Well, this is not as much of an anomaly as one might have otherwise thought. It, it, when
0: I asked the question in, on Twitter, it was a sincere, legit question. I'm looking at the form, and I understand question two says if you answer yes to this, skip right to question, I think it's five. Um, and the answer is relatively simple and innocuous that under New York law, you can have a lesser and included charge. So once they they ask for rape, if they say yes to rape, then in theory, they would have skipped the next two questions because those are lesser and included. They answer no to rape, so they go to sexual abuse. Did he sexually abuse E. Jean Carroll? And by answering that question in the affirmative, you skip over the, uh, what was it, the forceful touching or non-consensual touching, I think was the next question. So... That's less of an anomaly than how the judge still gets around to saying that Donald Trump raped or effectively indeed raped Eugene Carroll. So, I'm, I mean, that, I, I liked it. The Internet gets the answer. Uh, once you say yes to sexual abuse, the question of forcible touching becomes academic because it's
5: sort of built in, lesser and included, into uh, sexual abuse. So, so, so you it's, don't it's a pecking an order. It's essentially a pecking order of charges. Now, OK, so what you're getting into now, you also addressed... Um, from Judge Kaplan and maybe I, did maybe you found an explanation for this too when the, the decision was no Trump did not rape Eugene Carroll but yet in the filings it was determined he did so maybe did you get an answer for that or is that is well, that, that even worse that's that's the one that's the worst one the, look, the other one it's it's interesting you know
0: I, I'm trying to conceive of a type of sexual abuse under New York law that doesn't involve forcible uh touching I guess there isn't so academic to answer that third that third question how does the judge come out and say that Trump indeed raped E. Jean Carroll when the jury verdict came to the conclusion, the answer was no to that question. It's it's also just set aside how it's totally illogical that a jury could come to the conclusion that they do not believe E. Jean Carroll when she says that Trump raped her, but they do believe her when she says that Trump sexually abused her. It's like, okay, we we, we don't believe your story in its entirety, but we believe it enough that we can come to this conclusion of sexual abuse. How did the judge say this? So I'm choking on my own tongue again. It's wild. The judge um, in that footnote, referencing another decision in the E. Jean Carroll one case, basically says, "Look, under New York penal law, Trump didn't rape E. Jean Carroll because the jury said no. But colloquially speaking, in a sense, that's broader than New York penal law. Uh, you know, penetrating her digitally is what he says. You know, most people consider that to be rape. So yeah, when he denied the rape." He is making a false statement because most people take what he did, uh, as per the second question, to be rape in any event. So under the penal law, he didn't rape her because the, the jury came back and said no. But you know, colloquially speaking, uh, most people think he did, going beyond the bounds of penal law. So it's false for him to say no, I didn't do it. It's it's partisan corruption at its at its highest level. Uh, you know, I I don't know enough about this judge, but I you know people who know more say this judge has been say a uh, biased corrupt crooked from day one but that's how he gets around it so now he can say that he indeed raped her in the colloquial sense and then the headlines now say Trump raped her and now people are out there saying Trump raped her even mm. though the jury came back and said no we don't believe crazy e. Jean Carroll on the rape but we'll we'll, we'll we'll
5: compromise we'll give her a bit on the sexual abuse well I, I want to get more into kind of the the civil case and then this criminal case but but le- let me lean into the what you're what you're talking about with the jury here. And and from your experience in courtrooms and and talking to other lawyers about how juries go, because I know that's I mean that's that lawyers like to talk about juries and try to figure out how to how to get a jury that might help you in your case. So you have to study these things. I mean, this sounds very strange for a jury to say, "We think you were lying. We don't trust you. You were lying about X. So, but we'll trust you with Y." Uh, that that seems like it would be not normal behavior for a jury you'd think if they say hey we don't trust you with this we don't trust you at all
0: it's um look it's normal when you're dealing with partisan hackery uh look i i'm a i was a quebec civil litigator so i i we don't even have jury trials for um for these types of matters in quebec anymore uh you do for criminal but i never practice criminal but bottom line look you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know and i've said it you know in my analyses this is the modern day Uh, racial prejudice motivating convictions, except replace racial prejudice with political prejudice. You get a Southern, I think it's Southern District of New York, right? It's in New York, a a jury saying, look, we want to get Trump on something. And you go back to the questionnaire where it says, did he rape her? No. Okay, well, let's go on to the lesser one. Did he sexually abuse her? Had they said no to that, they would have gotten him on improper touching on the third one. Look, we don't believe that he penetrated with his genitals, which I believe is presumably the legal definition uh, under New York penal law. But we're going to believe that he penetrated or touched her with his finger and therefore answer yes to that. I mean, how how do you say we don't believe you on one part of your fabricated 25-year-old evidence-free allegation? Well, we'll give you the lesser thing. and, And we just want to get Trump on something. And then notwithstanding that, you get Judge Kaplan through this mental gymnastics outrageous logic to say, well, they didn't get him on the rape. But I really want to be able to say that he's a rapist. So let me. Now, you know. let me shift from the penal code definition of rape to the colloquial how people understand it so that I can say Trump is indeed a rapist so that everyone else can say it. The whole thing is wild. And, and someone put out a graphic. It's like, oh, here's where Trump was um, convicted of being a rapist. Here's where he was convicted of being a fraudster. Here's where he was convicted of X, Y. You know? And you look at all three of these buildings, they have one thing in common. They're in New York. This was a political hit job from the beginning and um, if I, I'll just open another tangent. In 2020, we all read that Time Magazine article how they fortified the election—a secret cabal of well-funded, influential people changing rules and laws. That's what—that's what Time Magazine bragged about as to how they fortified the election yeah. in 2020. They changed laws specifically to allow E. Jean Carroll to file this bogus claim. That's right. The adult survivors. Act, they, that's right. They, according to E. Jean Carroll's own lawyer, she was instrumental in getting that legislation passed. They changed this law, which allows alleged survivors, adult survivors of sexual assault to sue for that which would have been barred by the statute of limitations. They have a one year window within which to do this. That window has closed uh, in November 2023. Conveniently enough, a number of people have gotten caught up with this law, but it's almost like it was changed specifically to go after Trump to get, I believe she's a crazy lady, to get a crazy lady to fabricate a, a bogus charge get in front of a partisan, politically motivated jury pool of his peers, my bottom, so they can get this conviction, uh, sorry, it's civil, so they can get this jury finding, uh, so they can run with the headlines that Trump is a rapist. It's it's uh, it, it Replace racial prejudice with political prejudice, and we are witnessing the modern-day lynch mobs.
5: I I would be curious, and I, I mean, I don't know if there's an avenue for Trump to do this, but if I were Trump, I'd want to see if there were any communications between Kathy Hochul The governor of New York that that signed the bill basically teed it up for E. Jean Carroll to do this. If the Democrat governor doesn't do this, she has no case. So I I do believe this was a this was a a a serve and a and a spike. I do believe this was a volley and a spike. I do believe that they teamed up to do this specifically for this reason. Of course they did. I mean, is there any way Trump can say? I I mean, I, I guess since the case is already over, I don't know what happens with the appeals. But it's like if I'm Trump, I'm thinking I want to find communications. Was was Hochul in communication with any of these lawyers? Was Hochul in communication even with uh, uh, E. Jean Carroll? Were there any communications about why she signed this? Because I think that was the entire reason why she made that law.
0: It was. I mean, look. Uh, Passed this prologue, changing rules and regulations so you can have mail-in voting, facilitate everything that would uh, fortify a Biden election in 2020. What if, the, E. Jean Carroll is instrumental in passing this piece of legislation. Because she had uh, she had alleged that Trump uh, sexually assaulted her, raped her in 2019. Uh, you know, and as far as I understood, statute of limitations was up, time barred. Well, let's let's work our way around that. Let's just open up a one year window. Yeah, let's just add time to the clock for this lady. You know, just just for the adults because they were through duress or whatever, unable, unwilling to sue. And now we're just going to open up this brief little window. And E. Jean Carroll, funded by Reed Hoffman, is going to go and and petition, lobby. Be instrumental in getting this passed. Have her lawyer in interviews boast about it. And and if anybody thinks like I'm crazy, I like I get the video. You get the videos of this. Just it's all out there. You just have to put it together. Um. Yeah. It, it, it was nothing more than an iteration of what they did in 2020. And they passed this law. And she filed suit according to her lawyer. You know, the midnight, the day this passed, and she got a jury that was willing to do the dirty work, so they could run with the headline. But no, Trump. Trump has got to. it. I mean, he is appealing this. It's it's a no-brainer. Um, it has to be overturned in appeal. And I dare say this has to go one step further. What Judge Kaplan did is, abso- in my humble opinion, as a Quebec civil litigator former, I, I don't think you need to be a rocket scientist to know that it is judicial corruption of the highest order. He, he basically went in there and said, yeah, he was found not liable for rape, but I'm still going to tell the jury that he indeed raped E. Carroll, such that when he asserts his innocence by saying, I didn't do it, uh, it's factually incorrect. And understand this also, Owen. he came to these findings on a um, summary judgment. His summary judgment basically said, there are no issues of fact to determine here. It is it is defamatory. It was issued with actual malice under the constitutional actual malice. On summary judgment from E. Jean Carroll, he says, there is no issue here to try other than quantum. And that bull crap, I won't swear on, on Mad Max, uh, that bullcrap trial that we witnessed was no trial at all. It was only a trial on the quantum because the guilt, def- defamatory statements, actual malice had been adjudicated based on summary judgment in which he exercised this mental gymnastics to say that Trump actually raped E. Jean Carroll.
5: Well, and let's recall the other judge who, who now we find out that that, that, that goofball uh, judge. Trump? Who uh, we now we find out this guy likes to take selfies of himself naked, but uh, that's okay, whatever. I will admit, for like an eighty year old man, he does look pretty good. So I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. He looks like he's in good shape for 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 an older fella there. But he's obviously a goofball. But remember what he said. He said publicly, he said, oh, well, if, if I look at a jury and I think they got the wrong decision, well, then I'll just rule. I'll, I'll just overrule the jury. So so basically now there are two judges handling Trump cases that are just going to decide for themselves. They don't care what the jury decides. They don't care what the evidence exists or doesn't. They're just going to do what they want. It's even one step worse than that for those who don't know
0: this or are not yet familiar with it. Judge Engeron, he's the judge in the New York fraud case under Leticia James. He, there is a video from eight years ago where he's giving a speech to, I, th- I think it's a group of journalists, basically saying, uh, you know, I, I'm a judge. Am I following the law or am I making the law? Well, I'm a human. I have my own biases. And I have these tools. And he talks about estoppel. He talks about summary judgment. It, and and he talks about uh, what is effectively Janov judgment notwithstanding a verdict, which basically is how you bypass a jury verdict. Now, that's a legal tool. It is. Um, in fact, it was used in uh, Michael Flynn's partner's case. I forget his I forget his last name. Um, it was used in that case where a judge said, look, no jury could reasonably come to a finding of Farrar violations. Uh, Berserkian, I, I forget his last name, but it's it, that's a tool. But you have on the one hand, anger on publicly boasting about all the tools that judges have to uh, arrive at their biased conclusions. But what's the most egregious thing is it, uh, Kaplan didn't override the jury verdict by way of judgment, notwithstanding a verdict. He didn't even do that because that would have itself left its own legal paper trail. He just linguistically bypassed it, which is even more atrocious. But these judges, they are, they're partisan hacks, corrupt partisan hacks of the highest order. They tell you what they're doing. They tell you how they're doing it. Judge Engeron says, I have tools. I got summary judgments. Kaplan used one. I've got estoppels. Uh, We can bar people from making certain arguments. Uh, Judge Engeron said, look, I could could tell someone that they can't make that argument because they made a different argument months ago in a different case. So they can control what the defendant can say. They can control or strip the defenses of the defendant. They've got summary judgments so they can bypass the jury altogether and just say, I get to judge this as a simple matter of fact on a summary judgment so they can twist the entire process. So uh, Kaplan has gone far beyond... Um, you know, excusable legal errors. I, I think the guy needs to be impeached and he needs to be disbarred. But it takes people, politicians, to file the impeachment proceedings to do what's required to get
5: that done because it's over the top what they've done. Well, and I've been saying this for for a long time now. I think people need to realize whether it's a judge, whether it's a doctor, whether it's a teacher, if, if that's a liberal, if that's a leftist, that's really what they are. And then And then whatever their occupation is, is, is secondary to that. These are all leftist activists i don't care if they're wearing a doctor's outfit or in a, in a in a judge's suit they're leftist activists and i think that they're proving that uh certainly in this case what they're doing in the classrooms but that's another story so so uh, okay getting back to the jury here i'm trying to think well like ha, ha, let, let's get into their minds here because to me what they're saying is okay rape um they likely they likely don't believe anything eugene Carroll is, is saying but But they hate Donald Trump enough, and and they're part of the Democrat Party propaganda and agenda to get rid of him. So they're thinking, okay, well, yeah, rape might just be a little too much. So uh, we're we're not going to go with the rape deal. We don't believe you on the rape, but we'll give you we'll give you sexual abuse. We'll just well, how about we just so so it's it's almost like they're they're kind of they're consciously playing the game, saying, hey, you know, rape might be too obvious and too heavy. So let's just ratchet it back down. Let's just go with sexual abuse.
0: He, he didn't. He didn't. I mean, I don't want to be crass. He didn't insert a phallus. He inserted a digit. So we don't. We don't believe her story on the rape part. But we believe that he might have touched her and, and put a thing. The whole thing is concocted nonsense. It's a 25 plus year old claim of a woman who has not a shred of physical evidence, and on the contrary, a bunch of uh, contradictory evidence allegedly wearing a dress that apparently didn't exist at the time of the incident. Trump. Who's basically prevented, and not basically, they Alex Jones Trump in terms of saying you can't say certain things in your own defense. You can't bring in certain evidence. You can't bring in the evidence that she's posted a number of social media posts about how she learned everything about sex from her dog. Like, a dog chases another dog until it gets exhausted, and that's how sex happens with dogs. Um, what was the other one? Her cat's name is Vagina T Fireball. She's She said rape pics- is
5: sexy to Anderson Cooper.
0: Rape is sexy. Oh, and I think you're fascinating to talk to. Yeah, ooh, ooh, Every- yeah. Cooper was like, uh, tone it down here. Cut to break. Cut to break. Cut to break. Oh, and Rachel Maddow the other day when she's going around doing her victory dance, how she's going to spend Trump's money by taking Rachel Maddow on a shopping spree.
5: Everybody knows that she's crazy. And so but what about everybody- that? Does, does does that because to me this has to help Trump in the appeal. I mean, obviously the whole thing is corrupt. But but you've got this lady going around bragging and laughing. I mean, doesn't I, I, look, that help? Does that help the appeal?
0: I I don't I don't know what would be admissible in terms of after the fact uh, statements. So, you know, they're going to say it's not admissible because it has nothing to do with how the jury came to their findings. That's what I presume would happen. But nothing good can happen from her continued talking. But it it is just like it it shows a woman who's not running around doing interviews as a sexual abuse victim, but rather as a as a lottery winner. Um, and, And when I say like everybody knows that she's crazy. Anderson Cooper knows that she's crazy. Joy Reid knows that she's crazy. Rachel Maddow knows that she's crazy, but she's a useful tool. And so much in the way that, uh, you know, the Democrats, maybe everybody in politics will use a crazy person or a deficient person, they will exploit those who are mentally unwell for their own political purposes. So she just happens to be a useful a useful mentally unwell person that they will exploit to the fullest extent of a partisan um, kangaroo court legal system to go after Trump and when she's no longer useful she'll be brushed aside but she'll have made her name and gotten all the celebrity status she wanted but she's every you, you watch interviews everybody knows that they're dealing with an unhinged crazy woman but they want to make believe they believe the story because they hate Trump that much
5: I mean seriously who who went into the woods and dragged that nut job out of the woods literally to to get in this I I really wonder how the Democrats found this woman uh, or if she found them, because that is a that is one crazy lady right there. Now, getting get, going from the civil case into the criminal case, you know, there's something that people kind of don't talk about enough here. And I think this may be the most egregious thing of, of all of it. So they say Trump did not rape her. okay? So, okay, Trump did not rape her. But by Trump saying I didn't rape her, that's defamation. I mean, how is this like this is this has to be the craziest thing you've ever heard. Trump didn't rape her. It was found innocent. He was found innocent of any rape. So there is no Trump did not rape her. But Trump saying I didn't rape her is somehow defamatory.
0: Defamatory subsequent to a summary judgment, a motion on a motion for summary judgment where the judge says we don't even need to submit this to a jury. I determine it's defamatory with actual malice, actual constitutional malice. It's a game. I mean, it is what Judge Engron boasted about. They have these tools, and they've been railroading people for decades. I mean, I'll I'll stop making the the racial analogy, but they've been using this to, 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 to railroad people for decades. They just haven't done it so brazenly against the most powerful person in the world or the former most powerful person in the world who's got an audience and a bullhorn to put it on blast. They've been getting away with this crap like this forever, and they've just happened to get gotten so brazen and so desperate they're using it on Trump who's pushing back and who's got people who are scrutinizing all of this in real time. It's um no no I don't know it I don't know where to you know stop on this. It's outrageous. And but it's happening in real time. They're getting the headlines that they need and um and in the meantime they're, you know the the award that's what we didn't talk about. The award is so insanely ludicrously astronomical. It's almost like it's not quite as bad as Alex Jones is $1.2 billion. $65 million in punitive damages for two truth social posts, in which all he basically says is she's a crazy woman. I've never met her. She snapped a picture with me at one point. She's doing this for ulterior purposes to sell a book or whatever. $65 million punitive damages? This is this is political lottery right here. Uh, and $7.3 million for reputational damages for a woman who got on CNN and said rape is sexy, made Anderson Cooper shake in his
5: boots. I mean, it, it, it's, it's preposterous. But isn't there, I mean, there's some sort of precedent dealing with punitive damages, and there is a bit of a burden of proof, but it seems like all that's been thrown out the window.
0: It, there is, the only precedent now is take down Trump. I don't know what it comes down to if there's a cap on punitive damages under New York law. I mean, these are not, I, I, the, the the fine legalese I'm not up to speed on, you know, as far as New York law goes. But $65 million for two, it was merely two truth social posts and her evidence, she didn't have because she was deleting alleged messages of death threats to her. The, the correlation uh, was very questionable. I have no doubt E. Jean Carroll's getting threats and harassment online. People out there don't do it because that's all that they want, so that the the aggressors can pretend to be the victims. Uh, but there was no there was no evidence of correlation that Trump puts out a Truth Post social Truth social post and she gets death threats and they blame it on 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 Trump. I mean this it's denying basic human agency. And what it is, is it's nothing more than an attack on the First Amendment, but done only because Trump is so bad, so evil, everything goes. He's literally Hitler. So anything they do to to prevent him from ascending to power again is
5: justified. Well, that's how they view it. And they've gotten so many people to buy into this that I don't know if we've witnessed the worst of it yet with this case. But I'll tell you what, let's get in. We got a, we got a break coming up here. Let's do one more segment. And, and, and I'll, I'll ask you. What do you think is more egregious? Is it this E. Gene Carroll stuff, or or we can go down and look at how they're trying to argue that a Lago is only worth twenty million dollars? I mean, folks, this this stuff is so ludicrous. If if you wrote it into a TV show or something, the, the producers would throw it out and say this is garbage. Nobody would believe it. We'll be right back. Viva Fry is our guest. Don't go anywhere.
2: Well, nitric oxide is a key. It's made by our own bodies. Again, it's made by L-citrulline and and L-arginine, the amino acids. So we're fed. You you can get it from beet powder and other things. The nitric oxide relaxes the endothelium, the vasculature. It relaxes the vein. It's a natural blood pressure. In fact, I use the two. Your InfoWars, I keep that on my shelf. And I feed myself the cardio miracle, which is just for straight food. It's a different formulation than that one and the two together are a one-two punch so you get in your food the ability to make what you need and no more
3: that was Dr. Judy Mikovitz, top research scientist, without me even asking her, telling everybody how incredible this product is, and it's finally back in stock. Nitric Boost is 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com, and it doesn't just have the vasodilation opening up your arteries and your veins to clean things out. It does so many incredible things. God gave us this compound. So many of the big things you see out there in the media are based on the natural ingredients that are already in this product. So get your amazing nitric boost today at infowarstour.com You need to experience the health, the vitality, the stamina, the libido, everything that comes with nitric boost. You've looked at our formula.
2: You, you like it? I did. And I do. Yes.
3: Well, I, I'm not a scientist like you. What, is, what do these compounds do creating nitrous oxide? What does it do?
2: Um, it relaxes the vasculature. So the clot will go through and not restrict. It allows it to relax. It lowers the blood pressure. has the uh, toxic um, synthetic lipid nanoparticles similar to the one in the COVID shot. Prior to the COVID shot, the deadliest vaccine. We saw athletes dropping dead on the field, um, passing out, falling down, all the things. Yeah, why is it
3: particularly the athletes
2: um because they operate at oxygen max um capacity max they're they're operating at such a high level in their mitochondria this is an energy production oxygen um necessary disease um, so they create
3: they, so, that's what they're finding they turbo charge the blood clots yep.
2: and ischemia lack of oxygen Mm. so constricted blood vessels too because athletes are running they're constricted they're they're working so that the blood flows and it doesn't flow which is why your nitric oxide um, product that new products I hope you'll show it because that's a very important thing to have for acute events be uh, dissolve under the tongue give you an Instant relaxing of your endothelium, your vasculature. Nitric Boost,
3: exclusively available, 40% off right now, in stock, ready to ship. Nitric Boost, InfowarStore.com. Try it, support the Infowar, it's a 360 win. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patron who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt, so you can support the Infowar and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776
1: If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance.
2: The beacon of truth in a world of deceit. It's the war room with Owen Schroyer.
5: All right, so this is all ridiculous. We're getting into it with my guest, Viva Fry, at... The Viva Fry on X. He also does a great podcast. Himself and Robert Barnes do a great show. I've been a guest on their show as well. You can check that out on Rumble. Very popular there. All right, so I don't know. It's hard to measure. what What is more ludicrous? Uh, Trump's innocent of rape, but he's defaming. He's guilty of defamation for saying he didn't rape her. But then we go down to the Mar-a-Lago case, and they want to claim Mar-a-Lago is worth $20 million. I mean, this is this is so outrightly corrupt and ridiculous. You, you almost can't even believe that it's going on. But that's their argument. They're saying Trump lied. It's only worth twenty million dollars. I mean, and a, a five-year-old that has interest in real estate could tell you that Mar-a-Lago is worth more than twenty million dollars. So how? I mean, do they just assume that it doesn't matter that, that how openly corrupt they are? It just it just doesn't matter because they can get away with it. They they find the legal tools
0: to justify the conclusions to which they want to come. Engron went with the, uh, the the county appraiser to say, oh, it's 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 appraised at eighteen to twenty seven million dollars, and it's got these restrictive covenants on it, which might otherwise reduce its value. By the way, summary judgment in that case as well. Just these tools. Let's bypass juries. Let's bypass evidence. Let's exclude their expert evidence. Let's just say well, now we're going to disregard that affidavit and come to this ridiculous finding on a matter of summary judgment uh w- what's truly amazing and people should appreciate this as well they're going to wildly undervalue the assets they, he he overestimated them then they're going to try to disgorge him through whatever it is the equity based compensation and by saying well now you you know we're going to disgorge you for like 300 million dollars oh but mar-a-lago's only worth 20 million so now you've got another 320 million to uh, you know to to up angron hasn't come down with his decision yet but This is nothing more than the lawfare state seizure of private assets, which is also, you know, I like to say is a form of communism. Just like, hey, you got some nice assets there. Let's find a way to screw you out of them so the state can take them. And we're seeing the same thing, mutatis mutatis, with um, E. Jean Carroll. She gets on with, uh, what's her face, Rachel Maddow, and says, what are you going to do with that Trump money? You have basically a legal system saying, you got money, we want it, and so we're going to like find a nice, lawfare way to transfer your assets to a thinly veiled state actor through Eugene Carroll, or straight to the state through uh, Fannie Willis and Engron. It's nuts. There was an empty lot. I forget. You know, there's a l- empty lot that's selling for tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions. There's a limited real estate on Marl on that entire area. It's a joke. It's a preposterous joke on its face. The only thing is, the Court of Appeals or the highest court of New York State had better intervene to overturn this, because otherwise. What, what are people left to do when they have no faith in politicians? They have no face, faith in law enforcement, and they have no faith in the courts. It's how societies uh, basically degrade in real time.
5: Yeah, and we're living it right now. And so, again, to say Mar a Lago, it, you can go on Zillow and all the properties around Mar a Lago that are like one tenth or less the size are going for 40 and 50 million. And then you see the biggest, most luxurious palace. On the beach, and oh yeah, 20 mil, Yep, that's we'll we'll get you to believe that, and then I guess they they do. But it, what's sad is when when Infowars and Alex Jones went through this first, and and, and you know because it's the it's it's, it's it's kind of the same story for a while. It's like oh I don't want to talk Infowars, I don't want to touch Alex Jones, but that was really their trial. Just like with censorship, Alex was their censorship trial. They got away with it. Alex was their Lawfare trial. They got away with it. So now they're going after Trump. Now they're going after Mike Lindell. Now they're going after Clay Clark. Now they're going after all these other people. And so I I don't know where it ends. I don't know who wants to stop it or if it can be stopped. Because if they're if they get away with doing this to Donald Trump, then it's it's official. It's done. The Justice Department is now a weapon of the Democrat Party, and there is nothing we can do to stop it. It's
0: the Alex Jones uh tactic through and through in all respects De- use the media to demonize somebody so that when they do these egregious judicial injustices persecutions deplatforming the, me- the 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 general public is sensitized or you know hates the person thinks they hate the person and so they they tolerate it oh well he's a bad person it won't happen to a good person they they deplatformed alex media demonized him so they could then run the train the judicial train on him as they did it's exactly what they did to trump it's what they did to Steve Bannon, to Roger Stone, you know, it, stripping of defenses in court so that you have a show trial on quantum only is next. Le- it's worse than what they did it to Otto Warmbier in North Korea, because at least there they had a trial, a one-hour trial, after which they sentenced him to 13 years hard labor and and killed him. But they had a trial. I mean, they, 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 they're they're not even doing the trials anymore. Just guilt, summary judgment in Alex's case, default verdict, so we can skip all substance and go to quantum, but the general public doesn't understand it, and they think they just saw a trial on the merits when all that they saw was a bogus kangaroo court show trial on quantum because the court system found a way to avoid a trial on the merits altogether. When will people get fed up enough? I don't know. It's got to happen to someone they know.
5: Well, and it will, actually, is what's going to happen. It is going to happen to somebody they know, and, and and kind of what I've noticed, You know, that was a good way of putting it earlier. You said, oh, this, this only happens to bad people. It won't happen to good people. Or it won't happen to me. And, and the more this starts to touch people personally, the more they'll realize that that mindset is completely inaccurate. And so I, I remember when this when these the Trump trials first started and some of his attorneys were, were speaking very confidently about how they're going to win and, and their defense and their evidence and all this stuff. Because if, if there was justice, then, yeah, obviously, but there isn't justice. And so now they've kind of learned that, wait a second, the, the justice system we thought we had, it doesn't exist anymore they're denying the evidence.
0: They're not allowing, they did not allow Trump to adduce evidence to sit, make statements. The the judge, in, I'm, and I'm getting mixed up between the cases, it was the E. Jean Carroll, severely restricted what Trump could say in his own defense, wanted to vet Alina Haba's questions and know the answers before they were asked. What could be more scripted of a show? Yeah, I need
5: that? you. Uh, it's like, I'm in a major league baseball game. It's like, I need you to tell me every pitch you're going to throw before the game. And then that way I can hit it out of the park. It's like, what? But and it's and by the way, an, another
0: element which is sort of incidental or tangential, they go after the lawyers, going after Trump's lawyers the same way they went after Norm Pattis, the same way they went after Jones's lawyers. I mean, they they make it so that the individual is is a liability to touch. It's just a, an absolute destruction of the pillar of a free and democratic society, the judicial system. So the the the, the Supreme Court, in as much as they can get involved, had better get involved and fast. And I was talking about it with Barnes, Robert Barnes, on our Sunday show. It's like, you know, it was the Supreme Court's actions in the Dred Scott decision that basically forced the uh, Confederate and Union states to go to civil war. It, the Supreme Court ducked out of the 2020 election cases, uh, and it, it it creates the conditions for another civil war. And if they don't get involved in here, and I don't mean civil war like back then, it'll be a different iteration of conflict, like what we're going to see in Texas when the Supreme Court sits on their hands and says no. We're going to basically force a confrontation between a state, Texas, now supported by 25 other states, and the federal, by virtue of their unwillingness to adjudicate, they are pushing America towards a situation of collapse. and They better step in to fix it.
5: Well, I don't think they have – if they don't see how they're destroying their own future, but that's what it is. They've become so destructive. They've had so much hate in their heart that they can't even see how they're hurting themselves at this point. They don't even see how they're just completely destroying the country. Uh, by the way, you mentioned my attorney, Norm Pattis. Uh, he is going to be on the show with me tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. We have an update in my case. They uh, they tossed my appeal. We argued First Amendment. They said First Amendment never heard of her. So they tossed my appeal, and uh, we're going to have a big announcement on on what comes next with that. Uh, Viva Fry, uh, let people know where they can find your podcast on Rumble and on Twitter. And um, thank you for your time today.
0: A- anytime. So on Rumble, it's Viva Fry. Locals is vivabarneslaw.locals.com. Twitter is the viva fry. And um no, I like, I I'll be I'll be shouting from the rooftop because like, I, I've seen what happened and what happens in Canada. When the court system, you know, doesn't defend the people, it, it, it leaves the people in a in a state of desperation. This is intended to be demoralizing and it's intended to be provocative. So don't do anything stupid, but shout it from the rooftops and make even the bluest of Democrat understand this is how countries fail.
5: Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I feel like uh, destruction is the name of their game, and they're too dumb to realize that they're destroying themselves. Viva Fry, great time as always. All right, there goes the best uh, the best hair in podcasting. Goals, hair goals. If I grew it out, if I grew it out, I might be able to pull it off. I'm, I'm feeling inspired by
3: Viva Fry's hair. I'm feeling a little inspired. All I do is research, research trends, and I see what is having the best effects, what is having the best reviews. So a couple years ago, I saw different formulas out there that are known to create compounds, the blood that flush out the body and that create what they call vasodilation, opening up the arteries, opening up the veins, which is so important, not just for young people, but especially older people. And so then I had Dr. Judy Mikovits, who's such a renowned scientist and a whistleblower. She said, I love your formula, it's one of the best out there. And so this product, Nitric Boost, became a bestseller. Well, we decided to soup it up and make it even stronger. So it's the original formula, just a little bit stronger. Now Nitric Boost is available at Infowarstore.com. Because the problem was, the supplier we had couldn't supply enough. We were selling out very, very quickly. But now we've got a big supply of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship at Infowarstore.com. And when I talk about Vasodilation and the nitric oxide is a potent vasodilator. dilator mean, it can help relax and widen blood vessels. This can lead to increased blood flow and improved circulation, which is critical to various body functions. So, ladies and gentlemen, it funds the InfoWar. It's an amazing product. So, we have the new and improved, super powerful Nitric Boost back in stock, ready to ship for 40% off at InfoWarStore.com. This is a true win win. This has the very same effect as some of the male enhancement things out there, but totally naturally. This does it in a natural way, and not that I need those products, but I've tried them. I've been to the doctor. They give you a prescription of it, and I've tried the top brands, the two top brands. And and I'm not even trying to say that's what this is. That's off-label. That's not what this is even for. This is a supplement, but it is incredible what it does for your body, so get This amazing product now, in stock, ready to ship, nitric boost today at infowarstore.com for 40% off. You fund the Infowar. It's so good for your body. Get it while you can.
2: Well, well, nitric oxide is a key. It's made by our own bodies again. It's made by L-citrulline and and L-arginine, the amino acids. So we're fed. You you can get it from beet powder and other things. The nitric oxide relaxes the endothelium, the vasculature. It relaxes the vein. It's a natural blood pressure. In fact, I use the two. Your InfoWars, I keep that on my shelf and I feed myself the cardio miracle, which is just for straight food. It's a different formulation than that one and the two together are one two punch so you get in your food the ability to make what you need and no more
3: you've looked at our formula I you, you like it
2: I did and I do yes
3: well, I, I'm not a scientist so, like you. What, is, what do these compounds do creating nitrous oxide? What does it do?
2: Um, it relaxes the vasculature, so the clot will go through and not restrict. It allows it to relax. It lowers the blood pressure, has the uh, toxic um, synthetic lipid nanoparticles similar to the one in the COVID shot. We saw athletes dropping dead on the field, um, passing out, falling down, all the things you know, Why seeing, is
3: it particularly the athletes?
2: They're operating at such a a high level in their mitochondria. This is an energy production oxygen um, necessary disease because athletes are running. They're constricted. They're they're working so that the blood flows and it doesn't flow, which is why your nitric oxide um, product that new products, I hope you'll show it because that's a very important thing to have for acute events be a dissolve under the tongue give you an instant relaxing of your endothelium, your vasculature. So get
3: nitric boost today at Infowarstore.com for 40% off. Get it while you can.
1: If you are receiving this transmission,
5: In stock and better than ever on sale, 40% off. And this has been backed by doctors that come on the show and promote this product. And over the last 12 months, there hasn't been a more dynamic, more important product at the InfoWars store than Nitric Boost. And in the last year, we had only been able to discount it at no more than 25% off, but now it is at 40% off. Nitric oxide is a molecule that plays various important roles in the body, contributing to both Physiological and pathological processes like vasodilation, cardiovascular health, immune system support, exercise performance. It's all about blood flow and cardiovascular health. Vasodilation. Let's make sure I can pronounce that. Vasodilation, ladies and gentlemen. Blood flow, cardiovascular health, nitric boost is the answer. 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. And so you got to think about heart health, you got to think about blood flow, and we provide you the best supplement to not have to worry about that, Nitric Boost, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. And of course, it's your support there that keeps us on the air. All right, we still got a lot to cover here, and we've got Jesse Lee Peterson coming up. Let's start going into some of these clips. Boy, oh boy, there's so much to get to now. With the latest from January 6th and a PBS documentary where the Democrats essentially and, and Republicans involved in it too essentially admit that the whole thing was just a stunt, uh, incredible. But I guess they're stunting for the cameras for the PBS documentary, and they and that's why they brought in a television producer. So here's just a brief from the PBS documentary. And remember, Nancy Pelosi was shooting her own documentary that day, too. It's like they knew something was going to happen, kind of like somebody knew those pipe bombs were fake, I guess. So here they are bragging in this PBS documentary about how January 6th was just a stunt, a political stunt.
4: Thompson's
1: committee had gathered a trove of information. The challenge, what to do with it.
0: The one thing that we knew was the information
5: that we have is compelling. The thing we needed to do was tell that to the American people in a compelling way. That dirtbag. So that's why we brought in a former president of ABC News, and we brought in a TV producer. Yeah, I got a call pretty much out
0: of the blue um, from the January sixth committee. They wanted they wanted a storyteller, and while (laughs) they were brilliant, they were brilliant lawyers. Storytelling for a
1: mass audience is not what they do. All this done. Bringing a guy like this, who would think outside the box, really did prove to be fruitful. And it was Goldstein who really
0: began to envision this as this a, way, a kind of mini-series, that there would be you know, sort of nine episodes, and that these episodes would tackle particular themes.
2: Attack on the Capitol. The investigation.
1: The first hearing was primetime television.
0: As the nation is about to witness a defining moment. I mean, they're, they're the doing a documentary on the road cop this, this is the incredible 6th stuff. Investigation.
5: PBS. This is an extraordinary. PBS in American history.
0: When it came to that first hearing, we knew how high the stakes were.
2: It's about to hold its first prime time hearing.
0: We were either going to, you know, make people realize that this was important, you know, or once once you've lost them, you've you've lost them for good. On the evening of June 9th, 8.01 p.m., the doors opened. My heart was beating pretty fast on June 9th. Yeah, you were on a show. And it's all theater. It, it was a real question uh, of, is this going to work or not? What's going to work? All right, everybody. Oh, they're propaganda. On the line, please.
3: I'm in this tiny control room right up the stairs from Cannon Caucus, And we count down to, to the start of the hearing. And at that point, what can you do? Here we go. In three, two, one. The select committee to investigate the so, January all right, 6th. It, it goes attack on you know, the United States Capitol will be in order. So you've got
5: Eugene Carroll running around doing her victory lap, talking about how she's going to spend all Trump's money and get a penthouse and all this stuff, laughing about how rape is sexy. And then you got a PBS documentary covering how January 6th and the January 6th committee was just a propaganda political stunt. So I mean it's just like are they are they getting ahead of themselves or are they do they feel like they've already conquered the country? Are they getting ahead of themselves or are they just taking their victory lap now? It's like, yeah. yeah well, yeah, let's admit it to the American people. Uh the whole January 6th committee was a sham and the whole narrative was a propaganda stunt by the Democrats. And I guess they feel they've had the victory so they're like, "Hey, let's do a documentary about how we tricked the American people. Let's do a documentary about how we destroyed America. Let's just tell the people the whole thing was made for TV. Let's just do it." "Hey, I'm e. and Carroll. Let's just go on TV and brag about how I'm taking Trump's money to the to the bank and getting a new penthouse and a new car. Like a lottery winner. I'm going to go on with Anderson Cooper and talk about how sexy rape is. Yeah, I'm a victim." They really are feeling this. This is their victory lap. So there you go. They're not even hiding it. They're not even hiding it. Speaking of not hiding it, kind of like Ilhan Omar's hate for America. She's not a fan of the country. She pledged her loyalty to Somalia. And so here's Marjorie Taylor Greene introducing a resolution to censure her for this... uh, Disloyalty in clip 11.
4: Censuring Representative Ilhan Omar of Somalia, I mean Minnesota, (laughs) whereas elected members of Congress take an oath to bear true faith and allegiance to the United States without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, whereas Representative Ilhan Omar took an oath of allegiance to the United States upon becoming a citizen, declaring I absolutely and entirely renounce and abjure all allegiance and fidelity to any foreign prince, potentate, state, or sovereignty of whom or which I have heretofore been a subject or citizen. Whereas on January 27th, 2024, Representative Omar gave remarks at an event in Minneapolis in which she made treasonous statements. Whereas Representative Omar she said, said she has word. spoken to many Somalians who asked her to intercede for the Somali government by pressuring the United States government into certain actions. Yeah, well. Whereas Representative Omar assured the Somalians the she Republicans won't do to, anything though. the U.S. government will There's only, only do Marjorie what Taylor Somalians Green, in the U.S. tell them to do. They will do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders, and that is how we will safeguard the interest of Somalia. Whereas Representative Omar continued All right. for as long you, as Diller I Green. am in U.S. Congress. So,
5: it's just, it's just so pathetic. You had the Democrats voting against banning terrorists from coming into America. You can't even make that stuff up. But But the Republicans won't do anything to them. You have Ilhan Omar running around talking about how Somalia is her number one priority. The Republicans won't do anything. I mean, you got Democrats that go into the Senate chambers and have uh, butt sex. And and they won't even do anything about that. They've concluded their investigation. Remember remember that guy? Remember the little uh, congressional butt boy? Little butt boy there? How many congressmen have been in his butt, I wonder? Pardon my French. U.S. Capitol Police conclude investigation in Senate hearing gay sex scandal. No evidence of criminal activity found. Just the little, just the little congressional butt boy. I'm sure they've, uh, I- I'm sure they've filled that hole. I'm sure that uh, Congress has filled that hole that was left with his ouster. The little 24-year-old butt boy. I'm sure they got another one, though. Oh, you know it. You know it. Good Lord. Good Lord. Here's Joe Biden lying to the family of Kennedy Sanders, who died in the drone strike. Listen to Joe Biden lie in clip five.
3: There's nothing anybody can say or do to ease the pain. I've been there. And by the way, we're promoting her posthumously to sergeant.
1: Oh, wow. That is the best news I've heard today. Thank you so much.
5: You don't
3: know how much that means to us. Oh, well, I tell you what, it means a lot to a lot to me. Uh, my son spent a year in Iraq until I lost
5: him. And, uh, there yeah, it is I, uh, again. You know, so Joe Biden calls the family days later, and he, you can tell he's even struggling there on the phone call. He can't do an in-person visit because he, he might smell like uh, whatever's in his britches. So he says, oh, I, I've been through that. I know what it's like. My son died in Iraq. A total lie. A total lie that he's repeated over and over. His son did not die in Iraq. Did not happen. Maybe he doesn't even know that. Maybe maybe Biden's brain is completely, completely just busted that he doesn't even know his own son didn't die in Iraq.
3: Two words. Nitric boost. Ladies and gentlemen, this product, without us even promoting it, has become one of our top three because people get it and it blows them away. The health, the energy, the immune system, the bedroom department, what it does with the vasodilation alone, not to mention the immune system, exercise performance, you name it, is incredible. And the product is now back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. Secure your bottle now of Nitric Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. And it funds the InfoWar, which is an added bonus. Nitric Boost, Nitric Boost, 40% off, in stock, ready to ship, Infowarstore.com. Nitric Boost. Thank you all for your support, and you need this product. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist.